You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 37. Never, ever quit. An interview with motivational speaker Les Squire Jr. Let's go, baby. Welcome back to Motivating from the Six. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you, to inspire you, to have you stand up in your circumstances and want to become the best person you are supposed to become on this planet. I am Jeff A.D. Martin of JeffADMartin.com. Thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, for clicking play, for downloading. I want to thank each and every one of you who has allowed me to be in your ears and be in your life just for a very brief moment. I am so excited today. I have an interview. I have brought another interview to all of you. Now, it's important for me when I am looking for someone that I want to interview that they are living by the same rules that we're trying to live by here at Motivating from the Six, that they are looking to inspire people, that they are looking to become their best self, that they're looking to just add so much value into this world. And I found that person today. His name is Les Squire Jr. He is a motivator. He's a motivational speaker. He's an upcoming author. He's a life coach, and he will change your life. When you listen to this brother speak, he is powerful in what he speaks about, and he means every word he says. And on top of that, he's just a really great dude as well. Now, Les has a company called Never Quit. And he'll tell you more about it in his interview. But just with those words, they're so powerful. So before we go into this interview, I just got to tell you, do me a favor and just never quit. I know some of you have been working so hard at trying to attain that goal. You're working so hard and trying to get to the level that you've been trying to get through for so long. And it feels like you just don't know what else is going to take for you to level up. But I'm telling you today, this is a time that you don't quit. You got to keep going. You've put so much time and so much effort into what you're doing. So just do me a favor and never quit. You got to keep going. So without further ado, let's go right into this interview with Mr. Les Squire Jr. Okay, so welcome back to Motivating from the Six. I am here with speaker, motivator, mentor, Les Squire Jr. What's going on, family? Hey, what's up, brother? How are you, man? I am doing incredible, <laughs> incredible. Man. Oh, fantastic. I am blessed to have you on this show. And something that I love to speak about is social media in terms of how you can use it for good. There's a lot of negative things you could do with social media, but the good things, the great things you can do is meet like-minded people, people who are doing great things in their network. And it's just it gives us an opportunity to connect and just you know, start building this bond, and who knows where we can take things in the future in terms of just building relationships and helping to mentor the world, right? Absolutely, man. I, I, I totally agree, and and I'm glad you said that because um, you know, I just posted a video on my on my Instagram, um, talking a little bit about how people put on the mask for social media, right? But but. 
they they aren't being exactly who they are when that camera turns off you know so so a lot of times you know we're we're producing all of this value but we're not being the value once that camera turns off right. and i think that it's important for us to embody our messages because you know just think about the people that are really um you know looking people are really searching for the for answers solutions and they're looking for a mentor they're looking for a guide and information to, to help them and you know you're giving them this information and then when they they truly find out who you are and what you do and it's not consistent with your message that can break their spirit and we're talking about people you know we're talking about helping people out so your your brand your message everything that you share you know even on social media has to be in a line with who you are and that's why i always say you got to know who you are and understand your value and that's you know where my platform really stands absolutely you know going further to what you just said i just finished reading john gray's book i am number eight and oh, in the yeah. book yeah and in the book he actually talks about that he talks about going to see a gospel artist years ago and so uh, at the end of the concert, he goes to the tour bus to go say, what's up? And say, you know, you guys really blessed me the way you sang. And he said he walked in and saw them watching porn, pornography on TV, on the tour bus. And it just blew his mind because, you know, here they are on stage and talking about God and just, you know, really bringing the word. And then, you know, they turn around. He turns around and in the bus, he's seeing something that's totally opposite to what they're talking about. And it just goes to exactly what you're talking about. Like in everything you do, you have to be consistent with your message. The way you live your life has to be consistent with your message. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I, I think that, that that shows the real value. You know, it, like when, when people talk about what's valuable, um, it, it's first, first and foremost, you understanding your value, but also understanding that, all right, if if this is the thing that I'm saying I'm I'm doing, right? You have to understand the root of that. Mm -hmm. The the root of it. Get to the root. And and the way I ask and the way I find out um the root is I ask myself why five times. And I picked that up, I picked that up from my coach, but I asked myself uh why five times to get to the root of every single thing that I'm thinking about. So I'm, if I say I value this, why do I value this? Oh, because of this. All right, well, why do I? Oh, okay, so why? And I, I literally ask myself five times to get to the root because a lot of times um, people aren't really focusing on what truly matters. So, so that first time where people think that, that that piece of information is valuable, that's just the surface of the value. You can get so much deeper than that and get so much more information and value if you just take the time out to say, all right, so why is this valuable to me, mm -hmm. right? And some of the things that may be good, you take, and I learned this from my, from my uh, sister, and the things that are not, filter it right out. Everything, everything is not going to be for you, but you can get the information that's necessary for you and apply it so that you can get the results that you're looking for. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's powerful. Absolutely. So let's move on a little bit. So you run a company called Never Quits. Oh, and I man, love yeah. that. I love what you guys stand for. But just for the people, let them understand what that whole thing is about. 
Oh, man, it's, it starts with my story, man. Um, you know, I started things and I stopped. I joined and I quit. Um, and I, I was pretty inconsistent in, at a period in my life, man. And I made excuses that might have seemed like it was legitimate. You know what I mean? You know how you convince yourself and everybody else of excuses? Um, yes. and, and people were like, oh, man, yeah, I probably would have quit, too. And I realized what I was doing, man, over time, I was I was actually, um, <laughs> unfortunately, I was giving people a way out of things. You know what I mean? Like, I actually had enough power where I was, um, in, you know, inspiring people in a different way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so what I what I had to do is recognize um, what I was doing and how it affected me. And I, I'll be totally honest, I got to be transparent. Um, I, I remember this one time, man, I was sleeping in the car with my daughter because I, I got to a point where I, it was one of my lowest moments in my life, man, where, you know, I, I was always um, consistent in a, in a hustle, right? I always had a hustle going, I always had um, money, but when it came time for me to really focus in on uh, like a career space and, and getting, um, I would say, um, getting my stuff together, for lack of a better word, right? And having more consistency in my life, um, I couldn't find a job, man. I couldn't find a job. Um, I didn't finish out my degree and everything. So um, I was at that moment in my life where I was trying to figure it out. You know, I was really trying to figure it out. Um, but in that time of figuring out, I remember being in a car with my daughter, man. And it just, it was, it was a, uh, it was a surreal moment because I always said I'll never, ever in my life want to go back to that, to that experience again. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of people didn't notice about my story because I always kind of kept things buttoned up. You know what I mean? I always kept things buttoned up. And um I got to a point where I said, you know what, man, whatever I start, I'm going to finish. Mm. Right. From this point on, whatever I start, I'm going to finish. And, um, you know, I got my associate's degree, then went and got my my uh, bachelor's degree within, you know, two years after that and got the master's degree. And then we started a nonprofit organization. Um, I met my wife. You know, she she got her master's. We ended up have you know, purchasing our first house. And, you know, just this thing just started really coming through for us. Um, and the hustle turned into more of a, uh, a consistent, as our coaches say, grind. Okay. Right. And, and the grind, a lot of people mix this up. Um, but, but the grind for me is the time that is left over from the things that I'm supposed to do, like take care of my family, you know, working nine to five, work my 10 to six, whatever the hours is. Right. The time that's left over is that time where I need to work on my dream. Mm. Because over time, people kept pushing me because they realized the hustle in me and that I was always consistent in hustling. They was like, Les, you don't need to, you know, work a job, man. You got this entrepreneurship. This entrepreneurship was like uh, when it was really starting to build up. Like today, everybody's an entrepreneur. Right. At that time, it was like, you know, um, it was it was just starting to like really become a popular thing and they're like yeah you don't gotta work and i'm been i'm around all these people that's pushing this in my head and over a consistent basis i'm like all right yeah you're right so i'm pushing it i'm not really focused on working you know what i mean and in, in time i'm struggling 
because although I was making good money with my business, it wasn't consistent. Mm. It was it was sporadic. I was getting contracts, but the contracts were every other month or every three months. You know, like I was getting a contract quarterly, but the bills right. were coming in every day. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So I had to get to a point where I, I had to I had to buckle down. And I remember my coach saying, yo, Les, man, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you. You got a family, man, and that's the most important. And um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a very – I'm a family man. I believe in legacy. Uh, and, and that's all I wanted to do was provide for my family. But I didn't realize what I was doing um, while, while I was just trying to focus on this dream but wasn't really providing on a consistent basis because of, you know, I wasn't focused on – the, I would say the career space and what could bring me a consistent income. Mm -hmm. Now we just talk, we talking about money right now. That's all we, we talking about money right now um, in regards to, to that in the career space. So what I had, what I had to do, man, is find out what worked for me. I had to find out what worked for me. I, I had to stop looking at, you know, cause there were some people that were my age that were, you know, doing some amazing things, but they didn't, they don't have three kids and married in a house. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like right. they're, they're able to travel all around and do all these things. You know what I mean? I, right now, that's that's not the life that I chose. So what I, what I really had to, to do is sit back and say, you know what? This is what I built for my life. And, and this is where I want to go. And I just need to make the necessary adjustments to to build the type of life that I want to live mm -hmm. and, and consistently make the improvements that I need to make to live the life that I intend to live. So, um, yeah, man, that, that's, a, you know, my story in a nutshell. And that's how Never Quit came about. Um, and as I started to share my message a little bit more, I connected with more and more people that could um, adopt the same message that could relate. And, you know, the main thing about Never Quit is if you have potential, right? And I consider potential is a word for, I think it's a, a, a glorified word for, for lazy, <laughs> I think it's just a glorified word for lazy because if you say I have potential, that, that just means I'm not working in my, my, my potential. I'm not working in my gift because if right. I was, you wouldn't say I have potential. You'd be saying, yo, Les, you're doing it. You know right. what I mean? Yes. Um, so, so what I realized is that there's people that I was connecting with and the messages always seemed like they were the same. You know, Les, I, I know I have this gift. I know this. I know I, know I have this ability, but... Um, I just don't really know how to, how to get it going. And one thing I got to say is we, we take on 500 million different things and we don't focus on one thing long enough to master it. So, mm -hmm. you know, what I do is I establish a community, a platform where people can uh, master their gift and be able to produce it in a way where it's not only valuable to them, but it's valuable to other people. Okay. Okay. And um, that's how Never Quit started and how our how we built our the Never Quit team, which is, you know, a, a community for people that are looking to um, understand their value, build their value and then produce their value. Okay. Okay. So um, you just touched on something I want to step into. However, you, you also said something that I got to go back to. You talked about time and actually coincidentally, the last podcast was about what are you doing with your time? The last mm -hmm. episode. And so, you know, it's funny because, again, you talked about doing your nine to five, but I like to call it once you come home, working on your five to nine, working on your mm. hustle, 
right? The things that you have to do for yourself to let your dreams come true. And so one of the things I love to break down is looking at your 24 hours, right? You go to work for eight hours, right? Let's say mm-hmm. average, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say you got to sleep for eight hours. So we'll give you eight hours to sleep, right? You got two hours for commuting to work, to work and back to work, right? An hour each way. So at the end of that, in your 24 hours, you have six hours left, mm-hmm. right? So what are you doing with your six hours? You have every single day. Right. And we're not including weekends when you got time off, you can put your feet up. I'm talking about Monday to Friday. What are you doing with those six hours? And mm-hmm. see, a lot of us, you know, are, are, are taking that six hours and we're watching, you know, whether it be scrolling through social media, whether it be binge watching on Netflix, whether it be mm-hmm. watching every single basketball game. Like you watching every Golden State Warriors game when you know they're going to win most games anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. Game, you know what I'm saying? You're watching, this one kills me. You're watching um, uh, uh, reality shows. You're watching right. people sitting on their couches while you sit on, their cou- on your couch. But they right. are getting paid to sit on their couch. They are living their dreams. They are finding their fame sitting on their couch while, while they're getting paid. And you are sitting on your couch for free, wasting <laughs> your six hours. And, and paying for Comcast or whatever service you got. Right. There you go. <laughs> right. There you go. So it, it's, that's something I love to talk about is what are you doing with your time? And you just talked. You, you just touched on that in terms of while you're done, you know, we all have bills. Like you said, we have mm-hmm. kids. I got kids. I got a mortgage. I got things I got to pay. So oftentimes people need to have their nine to five, which is understandable. But mm-hmm. again, when you come home, when you have that time off, that's when you start grinding on your five to nine. Right. Right. So, so I have a young family, right? I have kids, um, eight, four and one. Right. Wow. So there's never a dull moment in my house. You know what I mean? Wow, it's busy, busy, busy. So um, my routine has to be on point. And the reason why it has to be on point is because if it's not, um, you know how babies, little kids are, um, if they're not on a routine, it's, it's scattered. You know what I mean? And I was dealing with that. Um, I would say when, when my when my second daughter um, came came into play, she's four now. Because when she actually, um, I would say, was about eight months, it, it shifted our whole schedule. Because we were just used to having one kid. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. now with two taking one here, one there, it, it, it broke down my schedule even more. And I was still trying. And that's why I say it's important that people make adjustments. Because if you try to do the same thing with a different scenario, you, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem because... Mm-hmm. You have to make those adjustments. Um, so I had to make the adjustment, man. And um, now that I have the routine, check this out. I made such a, an a adjustment and routine that when I had my third child, it was like, boom. All we had to do is just make a quick adjustment because wow. we already knew at, that it was happening. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So we already planned for it even before he was here. So um, just to give you a synopsis of my, of my six um, my six hours, man, when I come home after, after, uh, I would say my, my daily schedule, cause right now I w- I'll be honest, I'm not working, um, a, a job right now. I- I've been blessed to, um, do this full time. You know what I mean? Amazing. I've been blessed to do this full time, man. Um, but what I will say is when I, when I was, it was, when I come home, of course I make sure everything was good. My family, 
and I would break down that time. So I would say about eight o'clock is when everybody in my house is, is bedtime, right? So from that eight, from that eight o'clock, right, to about 10 now, right? So I spent those two hours. What I would do is I follow up on all of my productivity. And I, and I want to break this down um, because there's, there's, there's an A, B, and C level of activity, right? Because your C level activity is like connections, right? It's, it's when you're connecting with people. B is when you're actually building with people, building relationships. And then the A is when you're asserting, when you're asserting that activity. And that assertive activity has to be more like, uh, I would say, income building or something that's changing you know, your life. It's, it's assertive activity. B is when you're building up to that point where you're able to assert. So just to kind of take you, take you through it, let's say I'm, I'm at a, a networking event, I connect with somebody, I'm, I have the intention of building a relationship. And after I build a relationship, then it's, it's then asserting what we built on and say, listen, I understand um, what you value. I understand what's important to you. Here's some of the things that I offer. That's how I'm asserting. Okay. Um, so, so I, I'm in B and A activity in those, in those two hours. Okay. Um, in the morning. So, you know, I'll take you back. So, cause I wake up at four 30 in the morning now. Okay. So from four to about six 30, um, I'm doing my workout. I'm in, I'm on a, uh, a men's call in the morning. Okay. I do my praise and worship and then I'm on and then I'm in the word and then we do our own prayer call. Okay. So about, so about six forty-five. Okay. And then after that, I take that time from six 30 to about, about seven 30, actually seven 30 exactly where I'm, I'm getting everything together for my day. Okay. So I'm, so I'm mapping everything out because the night before, I kind of write down all the things I need to do. Kind of like a to do like a to-do list. Okay. I write down them in priority, what's most important first, and I go down. And then in the morning, if there's anything my wife might say, hey, babe, I, I need you to, you know, do this with the kids, do that. I put I map that out. I put that down in that on that to-do list. And I map it out, you know, priority. Is it first? Is it second and third? All the way down. And then I, I take that time to map that out. And then I go upstairs and you know get the kids ready for school and everything so i kind of took you from what i do at night to the morning right it's, it's, a, it's a lot easy it's a lot more simple to explain it that way um because i'm i'm not um working right now in regards to a career okay um but i i'll tell you this man i'm looking i'm be honest with you i'm looking to do some um some teaching okay. right i'm looking to do some teaching because i i want to get into the 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 school districts a lot more uh, because i've been doing i've been doing a lot in the schools but i've been doing a lot more in the community okay right but i realized that being in the school system is is ideal for for what i do you okay. know what i mean so so definitely looking to into uh to doing some teaching soon man Okay. Okay. That, that's amazing, man. And I mean, it, it seems like whatever you do it again, it all has to do with bettering the people around you, bettering the community. And one of the things that you do when I go through your social media, uh, you often talk about the SWIFT call. What does SWIFT stand for? And what is that about? <laughs> yeah. SWIFT stands for so what is Friday. 
right? Okay. And the reason why I, I named it that is because I realized there, there's a cycle that we put ourselves through. Uh, Monday through Thursday, we got the momentum going. Or I would say Monday through Wednesday, we got the momentum going. Thursday, we're slowing down with the momentum. Friday, we put the brakes on, mm. right? And then Saturday, Saturday and Sunday just become, as our coach say, trick-off time, <laughs> where we, we, you know, sitting on the couch, like you said, watching reality shows and not, get, not getting paid, you know what I mean? Right. Or, or not being productive, if, um, for, for lack of a better word. But um, I would say this. We try to bring ourselves Sunday night, one night, to bring that momentum back to carry us throughout the week. So we break a cycle. I mean, it's like when you're, it's like when you are, uh, just think about driving your car, and then in the mid, in in, in mid like, uh, uh, travel, you just throw the park brake on. Mm. You know what I mean? You just you just throw it in park. Right. It's killing your momentum and it's damaging your platform. Mm. So I say, so what is Friday? Because people put the brakes on Friday, they throw it in park. And let's say if they have a budget that they're working on and saving, or they got some type of goal throughout the week. And then the weekend, you spend all your money. And then Sunday, you know, you're crying about it because now, now, you, now you came back to reality. Mm. You see, you just spent all the money that you just said that you were going to budget. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to save and then uh, you got to pull yourself to do it all again, all over again, you know, in the new week. So, OK, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely get that. So that's a lot of the things you do, as I just mentioned, a lot of things you do is about helping people, helping the community, helping people just to stand up in their circumstances. Why is this important? Like, why have you devoted your time? So, you know, you talked about a little bit in terms of you're growing up, but why have you devoted your time? Why do you care? Oh, man, I, I believe my very existence is a sacrifice. I truly believe that, man. And, and the reason why I believe that is because, you know, we, we all been put here for a specific purpose. And I truly believe that it's helping one another. Mm. You know what I mean? Everybody helps each other in different ways. You know, I have a gift in, in speaking and connecting people and helping them, people understand their value, build value and produce value. That's, that's what I do, right? But for you, it's something different. But I truly believe that we all have a specific purpose, although we have to refine it, um, define it and then refine it. But we, we also need to, um, we, we also have to realize that it's, it's important to help people, man. I mean, if, if you think about it, Someone helped you get where you are. Right. You know what I mean? Whether it was directly or indirectly, someone someone helped you. Whether it was over a podcast or, you know, you watched a YouTube video or someone literally held your hand throughout a process, someone helped you. And I think that, you know, paying it forward is, is important, man. And, and that's why I say my very existence is a sacrifice because I know it's not about me. It's about a bigger picture. And I, and I, I want to be a part of, making this world better, man. Because I was here, I want this place to be better. Yes. You leaving know what I mean? Leaving leaving a a, abs- absolutely. And and when I mean leaving a mark, it's, it's not just about me. It's about providing a, a, a legacy of that so that my family continues to inspire, continues. And then hopefully, um, like, like, I, like my man Tupac said, he said, I may not be 
you know, the one that changed the world, but I'll be the one that sparks the mind that changed the world. Mm, powerful. Yeah. So, so my efforts, like I might put out a video, you know, I might see somebody in the, you know, at the grocery store and because of, you know, the way I carry myself or the way I speak to people and the way that I, I produce value on a regular basis, they may be inspired and, and want to do the same thing mm. in their way, though, in their way. Right. And um, that that's why I love helping people. And, and then the next thing is um, I want people to understand. And I, I'm always saying it's their true value. Right. And the reason why I say this is because sometimes we we're inspired by certain people and then we and we set out to do the same thing that they do. Mm. Now, now, just because you inspired me with what you said as a speaker and you're speaker doesn't mean I have to be a speaker. I have a gift to do. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I make sunglasses, right? I don't know. Let, let's just say I just saw some sunglasses on my on my desk. So I said sunglasses, <laughs> right? And, and and you know, I make really great sunglasses. And because I heard you say something that shift my mindset, I don't have to go become a speaker. What I do is I use that same information to apply it in what I do and what I'm great at. And that's why I say help people understand their value because it's their gift and what they're great at. Mm. And then once you're able to build on that, then you can produce that value. You can be getting the best. You could be Oakley. You know what I mean? You could be Ray-Ban. You, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? I, I, I want people to understand that value, man. It's really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, again, going back to the name of your company, Never Quit, um, there's times for me, you know, I just like yourself, I try to go out and inspire people, motivate people to become better. And so, you know, this podcast here, um, you know, motivational videos on social media, these are the things that I try to do. Now, there's times for me when I sit back and I'm like, am I really making a difference? You know what I mean? Am mm. I really changing people's lives? Am I, you know, am I putting up my, you know, my ugly mug on this, you know, on this <laughs> video, you know, for people to laugh, you know, the, the things that play into your own mind, right? That negative right. that a lot of us have, right? Mm -hmm. But for me, it's those messages that I get every once in a while that pop up and says, man, your video, it changed me. It changed the way I think. I needed right. that morning um, or whatever the information says, you know, through that message. For you, you know, I don't know if you have, maybe it's just me, I, but I don't know if you have sometimes those negative self-talks, those, those things that pop up in your head. But again, your company being called Never Quit. Do you have those opportunities or do you have those times that, you know, again, you just have the negative things that pop up in your head and, and how do you get through those? Oh, man, I, I, I wouldn't be real if I, if, I, if I said I didn't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you, you definitely, I definitely have those moments and when I say I had those moments, they're quicker now than 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 ever before. When I mean I quit, when I mean quicker, they're they're short lived. Right. Right. They're short lived because whenever I think about something in particular, I, I don't I don't think small. I think big. I think real big. Right. Because I, I I put myself in uncomfortable situations a lot, man, so that I can eat like uh what did, what did my man say? He said if you shoot for the stars and you land on the moon, that's that's okay. You know what I mean? You still right. up there. Right, right up there. Um, but I tell that little voice to shut up. Right. Yeah, I, I speak to myself a lot, man. And I think it's important that we do because um, you, mm, I'm trying to think of what this what this gentleman said. Um, 
you actually listen to yourself more than you listen to anyone else. Right. Right. Very so true. it's important. It's important that what we put in our put in us, and that's why I say that these that voice is short lived, because you have to consistently be personally developed. Because when, when you're personally developed, when that doubt sets in, you know that it's just, it's a part, it's a part of life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and, and even in breaking it down, it's your instincts. Because okay? I'm going to break this down. Your instincts are to keep you safe and comfortable. Mm. Right? So, so whenever you do something that's uncomfortable, your brain registers as, this is uncomfortable, don't do this. Because you've been taught to to be comfortable and safe. So, so your brain doesn't know, you know what I'm saying? You have to train it to say, hey, look, I'm going to do this regardless. So right. the way that you do this is you create what I call a personal achievement system, right? And, and what we do is we put out all of our affirmations every single day. We affirm the things that we say that we're going to do. And then at night, we're he- we hold each other accountable to the things that we say we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you a quick story because this is, this is important. I was involved in this network, that network marketing company, and we were pretty, we were doing pretty well. And um, one of the, the top guys in the company um, chose four of us because they had a challenge going on that whoever can uh, recruit the most people and, and get the most memberships. So um, in the morning we had the affirmation call and I said, listen, I'm going to um, I'm going to get ten new contacts, right? So that's going out there and and getting people's contact information, and then I said I'm going to sign up five people, right? Okay, cool. So I went out my day. Uh, we did the uh, accountability call later that night, and you know we all going through our accountability. So I end up signing up seven people that day. Now signing up it means that I'm contributing to the point system, right? And I'm getting paid, right? Right. And everybody else in the team getting paid. But then when it came to the new contacts, I got seven. So my my mentor at the time he said, uh, um, "I thought you said you're gonna get ten, and I said, "Yeah, but I got seven. But I signed up seven people. I said I was gonna do five. I signed up seven. I thought that was gonna make a difference." He said, "Um." I know Walmart and Wawa are 24 hours. I need you to go get those last three contacts. Man, I tell you, it was, uh, listen, it was 11 o'clock at night. I was, I promise you, I was in my shorts and a shirt. Wow. Ready to go to bed. I was ready to get off the call, hang it up, roll over in the bed. And at that very moment right there, um, it, it, it made me. Because at those moments, it would either make you or break you. Mm. Right. At that moment, I got up. My wife said, where are you going? I said, I, I got to get these three. And she like and she don't understand. So she like, hey, go get in the bed. You know what I mean? I said, no, right. no, nah, nah, I got to get up. And I couldn't listen to her either because that that little voice is like, yeah, yeah, you should probably just get in the bed. And your wife, whoever it is that you love, they confirm it. So sometimes you can have people who you love that's going to confirm that little voice like, oh, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that because they're their uh, responsibility to keep you safe. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I got up, I ended up getting like five more contacts and he told me to call him, um, you know, once I, you know, once I got it. So I called him, I sent him the names, I sent him the contacts and he was like, all right, man, um, I know you don't want to do that again. And I was like, absolutely not. So I definitely made sure that that didn't happen again. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, 
So, so again, we, we have to uh, drown out that voice by constantly being personally developed, mm-hmm. constantly being personally developed um, and, and building a personal achievement system where you're, you're being held accountable for what you say that you do, what you want to do and what you say you want. Mm. So um, th- those two factors are extremely important. Absolutely. Yeah, there, there's key factors there in terms of, um, you know, having that accountability partner and uh, just having someone who can, you know, ensure that you're going to do the things that you should be doing for yourself um, and that you claim that you want for yourself. So, yeah, that's a terrific story. I love that. So, Les, where can everybody catch you? Where can they see you? Where can they hear some of your material? Where can they see you live? What do you have got going on? All right, so all of my social media handles is Les, L-E-S, Squire, S-Q-U-A-I-R, Jr., Inspires, uh, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, my website, neverquitne, as in naturalevolution.com. And um, you can see me there. Also, um, I-, I want everyone to follow um, Never Quit Team on Instagram. Uh, that's where we're building a, a powerful community of people who are understanding their value, building their value, and producing their value. Fantastic. And do you have any new projects coming up? Do you have anything that you want people to, to uh, get involved with? I know, you, again, you have your calls that you have going on. Um, you know, what are some of the things that you're, the creative things that are, that are kind of going through your mind? Oh, man. So so the first thing is I have a uh, mentorship program for young men that we just revamped and relaunched um, ages 11 to 19. And then we also have a uh, the Never Quit team. Um, that's a millennial project for those that are, you know, looking for a supportive environment, um, looking for accountability. You're looking to grow. Um, I have a book that's coming out. Yes, sir. A book that's coming out in July. I'm actually going to release it July 3rd. I know that's kind of far, but I want to release it on my birth date. Um, And then we also have a vision board, a vision board event. Um, It's actually in New Jersey at the end of February. So um, definitely look out for that. Um, We also doing, it got a lot of things going on. Um, We have a set, we have a seven series um, workshop. I partnered with this young lady from Philadelphia. Um, Her name is Tamara with Revive uh, Radio Show. And we're doing a, um, a seven series workshop for um, entrepreneurs and artists. So um, definitely look out for that. And then last but not least, the Swift Call. So what is Friday? Every Friday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, there's a link that I share. I always have a flyer. Check it out on Fridays. And we also go live. So hope everybody is able to join us. We have some awesome guests um, join us. And I hope to have you there, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, we talked about that real quick uh, a couple of days ago, and I'm definitely interested. And just to add to that, it's through Zoom, right? The, um, the app or the website Zoom. And so they can yes. get the link through your Instagram. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then it's also a video you can join in through phone or video. So if you're doing a video, you know, make sure you're, uh, you know, make sure you're looking the part. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but shaved, nah. beard's all trimmed. <laughs> yeah, man, because I had, I had a couple guests on there, and, and um, I, I told them that it was video, because normally I send out a nice little email, and I tell them all the intricate details. And if they're not reading the information, right, that I was, we do like a, um, a run-through about an hour or two earlier, 
And uh, they'd be like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know this was a video. I got to get my hair together. Or, oh, man, I got to get my shape up. I'm like, man, it was in the information. <laughs> so, yeah, just make sure y'all know it's, it's definitely a video. Um, y'all can turn the camera off if, you, if you're uncomfortable with um, showing your face. But definitely jump on to get some real information. We had uh, Mr. Tony Bowens from Atlanta, um, young guy who was a, a re- who's a retired economics teacher. He had one of the best economic programs in the, in the country. He was rewarded for that. And he retired from that because he realized that he was teaching the young people some, um, some information about economics that was just basic and didn't really teach them about money and true economics. He just talked about supply and demand, but he gave us some very intricate details to help us right now. And we got a lot of people applying it. I'm getting a lot of testimonials. So uh, definitely make sure you guys tune in. So what I like to do at the end of each podcast, I have like a little nugget of the day, so to speak, where I talk about speaking life into people and just, you know, showing them that they are able to do so much more. So you right now are in front of your ideal audience and you have a minute to show them some love. Go ahead. Um, What I'll say is greatness is within you, right? And I know that sounds cliche, but let me explain. Um, Everybody was, was born to be great, right? But we've been taught to be average and mediocre, right? We, we've been taught, right? And here's the thing that I need you to understand. The way to get to that greatness is by diluting and cutting away all of the fat. I, I wanna explain it. So so think of a think of a ice sculpt, sculpture, right? And think of an ice sculptor. That ice is first a block, right? It's a block of ice and the sculptor knows the vision, knows exactly the greatness that's in there. He knows the vision of the image that he's going to create. That image is you. That's the greatness that's within you. But what happens is as we go through life, we learn things, we have different experiences that that attribute uh, fear, that contribute uh, uh, negativity and all types of doubt in our minds. And we start to add things, all that fat, all that stuff to us. And what we have to do is consistently stay personally developed and be in an association around people that are, are, are greater, that are um, positive, so that we can continue to shed and, and get those negative things away from us. Because the greatness is in, it's, it's already in. But as we continue throughout our journey, again, we have to stay personally developed. Because if you stay personally developed, I promise you, it'll shed all of the negativity that, that is around you, all of the things that is holding you back, it'll start to shed away and you'll start to see that image of greatness that's inside of you. And then you can just continue to walk in it. I know a lot of people, they go to different conferences and they're looking for this magic potion. They're looking for, they're looking for greatness. Greatness is already in you. It's already in you. You just gotta shed away all the crap to get to that level of greatness that you're looking for. And I promise you, if you just stay consistent with that, you'll get to that level and and I would say quicker than you than you could ever imagine. Right? It's all it takes is you being intentional. You know what the problem is. Just just make the adjustment. And I'll end with this. Uh, my dad always said this. Nothing ever changes until the pain of remaining the same becomes greater than the pain of change. Powerful, powerful. That's my man, Les, and I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace. Peace.